everybody hope you guys had a good weekend super bowl kind of not fun and sucked for nfts but honestly kind of expected uh carefoos tanked and uh overall markets just kind of blah right now but gonna bring in the other guys yo yo what's up guys hey what's up man not much crappy Super Bowl for NFTs, even though it's kind of expected, I think. Yeah, basically ended up all being rumors, which uh, I think we did allude to a lot last week yeah. that the rumor mill always starts churning. And, um, you know, last night I even found myself while watching the game, I, I asked myself the question, like, even if a big commercial that gassed up NFTs came on right now, like, what would that actually do, <laughs> you know? So, uh, but yeah, it was cool. Coinbase commercial, FTX commercial, a few other notable ones that were really cool. Um, and a lot of allusions to the NFT space. So, yeah. Carefers down bad. We went into the weekend mm -hmm. thinking they may have had a good weekend and they had the opposite. Right. Yep. They haven't broken that three ETH floor. It kind of like bounced off that, that area a bit. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, one sec. Eden had pointed out on Friday, but the sales had, I mean, we'd pull up a screen of 15 sales and eight or nine of them would be, or even 10, 11 would be like just we sales. So obviously it means offers were taken, which is always a terrible sign, especially basically what it means. Like there's just panic sellers. Um, Eden had, I had called Eden and talked about it yesterday and he used the analogy that it's the equivalent to just taking a bit on stock X. Like that's, that's where the mindset is, is just trying to panic sell, trying to exit. Um, I know, um, Ace and I had taken a position and we had listed for the floor several times, even when the floor was above four and I mean, constant undercutting on the floor. And as a result, the volume just couldn't sustain. We keep seeing the floor set at three, but the volumes were hurts. I don't know where the project goes from here. Uh, there's still a lot of guys holding and there's still big sales, but there's just the floor gets super thick. And I feel like it's almost like a group theory thinking where, you know, once these guys see more and more listings pop up with less sales volume, the floor continues to drop. In yeah. More fear and panic selling and it just compounds sometimes. I agree. Yeah, the floor just gets thicker as, as the volume slows down because people... Um... People just get worried and it's, it's reasonable to expect. I was lucky enough to actually sell out of mine. I listed mine for five ETH um, 
and it actually sold to someone who had bought one of the rares for I think like 40 or something crazy. Um, so very lucky to have to have made that exit because I'd, I'd be in the same boat as these guys. Uh, otherwise, um, I, I think we'd need some sort of announcement or some some type of update or maybe influencer buy in to drive some volume back up. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I was really optimistic for this one as ex I was excited about it. But we saw their recent announcement um, was was talking about like the production of the toys and this this Carnival 2.0 that they're doing. But it it wasn't really um, substantial enough, I think, to drive aftermarket volume. Uh, so I think a lot of people that bought that pump uh, the night after they revealed are, are trying to get out now um, and are probably taking pretty big losses because of it. If you're upside down on this one, I don't think it's that bad of a hold. I don't think it'll keep bleeding out like this. It, it should turn around eventually, but it's it's tough to say at this point. It actually is yeah. below three. There's a bad one at 2.95 now. Mm. Um the amount listed has gone down a little since the past two days, under 1600 now. It's still a good amount, though, of the total collection. Um, yeah, I mean, this is a this is a tough one. The, the announcement wasn't, like, meant to be, like, an announcement as much as they just said they wanted to answer some questions that people were probably asking. Um, but it certainly, like, didn't help that they had even... I, I wonder if it would have done anything different if they just didn't even say anything about that stuff. But it definitely was just like, "What? This is stupid." So, um, yeah. yeah. Site. I, I like looking at the site NFT Go. I linked in um, admin chat. It basically allows you to break down market cap and volume. And I love comparing the seven. Like when we're looking back at our project that I'd pumped and then has slowed down. I love comparing the seven-day market cap and volume to the 24-hour. You look at seven-day volume. Basically, from the beginning of this project's reveal, which was under seven days ago to now, um, it's continued to go up. And then you look at the 24-hour charts, and it's just stagnant. And I don't see any reason why the chart would go up unless the floor, unless there's some announcement that caused the floor to rise. It is interesting the, that the market cap is increasing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Hmm. Must yeah, be. so I don't know where we go from here with this. I, I exited. I, I should have said that, too. Um Ace and I exited for a small loss yesterday. I think I just need to get out of it. The collection, the my concern with this is, and Aiden had been, like this was what kind of made us bullish from the beginning was the collection size, which is only 5,500. So at the beginning, we were seeing such quick and sharp movements as a result of a small collection size that we can't see with a 10,000 or 9,000 supply project. So that's something that had me bullish, but clearly it's almost worked inversely now that the floor is dropping. Yeah, um, hmm. not sure what else there really is to say about it. Um, I think we also saw some rares not being sold as, as frequently as, as it was that first few days. Um, yeah, watching one it close has definitely slowed down. And and yeah. the one thing that you guys have pointed out and uh, was that there was such a large percentage of the sales that were wrapped Ethereum sales you know people taking offers rather than uh new buyers fresh buyers coming in and 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 buying these pieces so that it was at, at some points almost 20 30 percent of the total sales uh in different periods of time mm -hmm. which is really really high yeah so yeah i'm still holding i like the art and uh i don't know i don't think it'll take too much for these to pop off the total listings is like 1300 which even 
during the biggest pumps the project had the listing count was like 1200 so i don't think it's at a dangerous level where you know uh or or anything like that so i'm holding tight just gonna see what happens with it but yeah definitely took a, a good hit over the weekend um mfers yeah. i know you bought into those aiden no yeah problem. mfers uh that's been a project that's been on our radar for a while uh we didn't pay much attention to it after it sold out its mint last year um because the floor wasn't really doing a whole lot but as of the last uh few weeks it's really taken off um i'm seeing more and more influencers and folks on twitter using the mfr as their profile picture uh and the project itself are basically these like microsoft paint quality uh jpegs that this guy sartoshi uh, created. He's a Twitter personality, basically like a meme guy on Twitter. Um, and they've become quite popular. Kind of interesting. The floor right now is like 2.49. I bought yesterday. I guess I was buying a bit of a pump. I paid like 2.7 all in. Uh, but they hit, they passed three ETH last night, which is pretty interesting. Um, watching this one closely, uh, planning to exit relatively soon. If I can make a little bit on this, uh, I was, pl I had tried to just buy in to catch that pump. Uh, but I didn't list last night, so mine didn't sell. Um, but yeah, it's a cool, definitely a cool project. It, it taps into like the meme side of uh, crypto Twitter and, and uh, NFT Twitter as well. So pretty cool one. Uh, probably wouldn't recommend buying in just because there is no real utility to these. Uh, it's just kind of a meme um, and an expensive one, I guess, at that. So yeah, looking forward to seeing how that goes for the rest of this week. Uh, but my, my sites are set on Invisible Friends, so looking to exit most of most of the things i have um except for my long-term stuff to to get ready for that let's go when those first came out they didn't have like a discord or anything right it was super bare bones yeah they still don't even have an official one they have an unofficial one that's like community run um that's so crazy because i guess it's like a huge red flag yeah and uh the guy put out like a medium post about what are mfers and he's basically comparing them to like crypto punks and how they don't really do that much and drawing cartoons and things of that um talking about like the mf or inside of all of us so a little bit more bizarre and abstract of a project i would say uh certainly not a project that's like many others um but yeah i think it's kind of cool i remember we i think we might have minted these it wasn't in a free mint i think it was or it's cheap yeah i think it was i think it was cheap yeah huh crazy how these projects just start running out of nowhere the uh somebody had brought up the psychedelics pumping mm -hmm. i just don't like these at all i remember looking at these but yeah psychedelics anonymous i did not like those man yeah. they just remind me of blank face. exactly that was the like blank face. That, yeah dude that was the project uh, that guy kind of started the whole whitelist meta as we know it today. Remember that guy that was doing just nonstop, uh, like, obnoxiously constant whitelist stuff on Twitter, and no one had, Volturra was his name, and uh, no one had even seen the art yet? Th that's this guy, and that's his project. I see. Yeah, I don't, I don't like this project. I would not be paying over fucking 3E, that's for sure. Right. But... Future DAO staking, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, somebody else said we should get more Solana drops. Yeah, that would make sense if they were good ones. Um, I, I haven't seen shit the past week. 
it's you're, you're throwing you like darts right now. The risk is stupid on most Solana drops. Yeah, risk is extremely risk. high. Even the most promising looking ones, like fifty to seventy five percent of them end up going under mint. So Yeah. That is uh Yeah, these soul these soul projects are getting messy. I think what Slump said, Yaku Corp will do good tomorrow. The concern with these soul projects is I think what hurts a lot is Magic Eden um Magic Eden taking launchpad releases down last week kind of put a pause on the market. What happened was we started seeing more projects then swap over from Magic Eden to these alternative launch pads. Obviously, we've talked about Monk Labs. We had talked about that on the podcast um, two weeks ago when the floor was eight. Um, and then last week, as a result of Magic Eden's launchpad being paused, obviously, after the Balloonsville rug, um, a lot of projects started launching on Monkpad. As a result, that is now like a 25 soul floor, um, which which is like a three X from when we had initially talked about it. I really wish I had bought, but I just don't think I had the conviction to really think that this there was a long term um, benefit to holding something that was just a competitor to something that's already much bigger, which is Magic Eden Launchpad. And so the issue with these soul projects is I think people are getting tired of the play to earn stuff. They're tired of the tokenomics. And what's really going to end up winning on these soul projects are some of the bigger projects who have corporate money behind them and are willing to create games that people would play regardless. Because right now there's all these games popping up like Cops and um, I think it's Cops and Cops game, which is like a wolf game ripoff. And there's a million of those on Solana. There's something like Bot Borgs, which is supposed to be a third person shooter, but no one's going to actually play that in a year. So um, we're at a really weird spot in these soul projects where even the best ones have been bricking. And the the reason for it is just demand isn't there. Vince had talked about this a while back. The guys kept buying in, getting burned, and that, that can't last forever. There's no way. Yeah, there's not enough people that are going to blow their money investing, let's just call it, buying aftermarket on soul projects right now. That'll probably be replenished again like it had before, but right now you're just like even we saw a week or two ago projects that during the bull run would have flipped easily they went under mint so we're not just going to throw out soul projects for fun yep exactly let's see we want to talk about taste tasty bones at all yeah yeah for sure raffle so yeah Raffle goes live in about 40 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, uh, Vincent actually brought this up. Like I'd seen it on Twitter and then Vincent brought it up. Um, and the floor is solid. Like I, I can't, Vince and I were talking about how the floor was two ETH this morning. I think it's like 1.8 now, but the floor of that is a 10th of the floor of mutants, which is just crazy to think about because this is just another, I mean, honestly, to me, it looks like a doodle ripoff of just a profile profile picture project. The, there's low supply again, but after seeing what Carefruit did, I'm not really even focused on the supply. 5,000 supply, 0.069 mint price, and then obviously almost all of it's going to whitelist. They're just giving only 500 supply for this public raffle that, like you said, Garrett, will go live in 40 minutes. <clears throat> obviously, there's going to be a ton of room for profit if you can hit them, but for me, I just can't understand why a project like this can sit at a 2 ETH floor right now, and I'm sure it'll go down after reveal, and then... I mean, in comparison to bigger projects that are sitting like two ETH floor, that's one ETH away from Carefru, which has so much more attention and hype brought to it. Um, so that's where I'm at with it. For sure. 
Yeah, should be great. What what was mint price one more time? If you yeah, do hit point the oh six nine. Point oh six nine. So it's just straight profit if you hit this raffle. Oh yeah, yeah, and obviously raffle like we yeah. probably won't have to deal with gas. Yep. Um, and five hundred supply for public is almost just like a tease, honestly. Um, it their graphics actually look cool. It reminds me of, um, kind of like the wolf game type um site where they're they're basically have it out as a map and they're trying to go through it um but we'll we'll see how the project goes they're they're using erc 721a so get, like gas will be basically non-existent which is sick awesome yeah that's yeah. really popular right now obviously and then uh we have vive at 3 p.m i believe a disney one yeah disney yeah. vive i mean I heard some rumors that bots got whacked again last week, so maybe that'll help. But I mean, these are just so tough to manual. Like you got to be botting these things. Yeah, I uh, I had talked to two of our Vive, like heavy Vive botters, um, one of which is staff, and one of ours, one of ours is a member. And I guess what it sounds like, and I, I'm not botting Vive personally, but the these band waves that we talk about, I know Garrett, we've talked about them before. Mm -hmm. It's hitting bots specifically, so they're targeting. They're, they're able to pick up on like certain methods bots are using and targeting them. So, for example, one bot will get completely clipped on a release and then four other bots are there, you know, still hitting. It almost reminds me of foot sites when we would see like one bot and you're basically just betting on which of these six bots is going to hit this release. That's kind of where we've come to with these. Um, manuals basically lost cause and they're still getting a ton of flack as far as, because demand is still there for Vive. There's no question about it. The issue is that Beave like doesn't care they they have like captcha they have like a queue system that they're implementing but they still claim that there's that botting isn't an issue and that it's getting in the hands of real consumers which isn't the case right still so crazy me that they published that article where they said crazy they were just a hundred percent confident that bots weren't an issue they were just so painfully oblivious or just non-compliant with the I guess thousands of complaints at this point that they've been getting and it's just so insane to me the negligence yeah it's straight up offensive that. to their customers that are genuinely frustrated so yeah what's the current conversion rate for vive tokens when like selling on the is it like 80 cents to a dollar yeah or? it's like 70 or 80 cents that's really solid, what I understand. Really, it is really solid, solid yeah um and these guys are able to move them with ease um vince i just sent the project in admin chat um i put up a channel for it yesterday it was a it was a mint that went down at 10 p.m eastern uh it was called the uh, the other side it was like a small 3d project that was completely capable of bricking but ended up doing really well the floor is sitting at 0.6 now i can't remember what the mint price was i f i thought it was i thought it was 0.2 might not have been 0.2 um, there was just a little supply for public, but I think this is like a perfect example of we've talked about how this 3D wave is coming and going, and there's still projects that are capable of doing really well. It's obviously still pre-reveal. Um, I'm sure the price will drop post-reveal. I don't. I, this isn't a project in my eyes that deserves to be at two ETH, but like I could see a project, especially like this, you know, sitting at 0.6 and doing fine. Um, and so. There's something to be said about although we're seeing 3D projects struggle in this market, there are some that can break through that. Um, roadmaps aren't even I don't even take into consideration.
Um, basically, yeah, I guess mint price was high. So it's like sitting at just barely above mint. Um, but I'm just not, I don't know. These 3D projects are tough because they're just as capable of crashing with no utility. It's just like art. I think we, yeah. we talked about it last week that they all just have these insanely high mint prices that just aren't sustainable. In yeah, the market. not at all. I, I think it's a trend. I really, shout yeah. out to Invisible Friends for their announcement price of 0.25 ETH. That uh, I, I think that that's going to create a much more healthy aftermarket and whatever the prices settle at pre-reveal, it's going to be a stronger um, price, less susceptible to getting nuked, in my opinion. I agree. If there was any doubt those guys weren't legit, um, seeing them sacrifice, obviously they could have minted at 6 ETH if they wanted. So, I mean, for them to mint at 0.25 is just like, just shows shows their goals are, are long term. I exactly they know they know that they're capable of minting for 10x that. Yeah, they don't want their buyers, holders, minters, or the community to get burned or get that cash grab you feel from them. And like you said, that obviously kind of shows long term intentions in the industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the the high mints like that fucking what was the one that took all that money out of the market? 70 million who was that pixelmon yeah pixelmon's like when that happens it's just a bunch of money that's like out of the market like those guys are just yeah i mean they say they're making a game whatever but it's just not going to be back into the market so so much of that can go on before there's just like lack of money in this market that's all there is to it i was look. yep exactly i was looking at some of these big projects and how much like fidenzas and just old projects that used to be above a hundred ETH floor and they've just come down so much. Um, what you would have called a blue chip three, four months ago. Uh, but I mean, then again, Bored Apes have done so well. So interesting times in my opinion right now. Solana, someone asked when they we think it's the dry market's gonna like stop. I, I don't feel good about Solana market at all right now. I, I got it. Me neither. There's not a lot and of people, interest. Exactly. You don't see a lot of the Ethereum money and ecosystem flowing into Solana. It's really just, I, I would say, largely made up of flippers. Very, very, very few holders. And exactly. obviously with underlying issues with the token itself and people uh, not really loving the Solana network as it stands. Um, I don't know. I'm not super bullish as yeah. a whole. But the people that clown the people that clown looks and were right for doing so are the people that clown Solana. They're people that have been around since ICOs of 2016, 2017, and they think Solana's trash. Somehow it's built up this huge NFT ecosystem. But I mean, it's just like how many people are not trying to just flip these stupid things and are trying to hold them as real investments? It's like hardly any. Like there's very, very few people that are holding and they're holding likely the big blue chip projects. So like Brokus and maybe Mindfolk and whatever. Um, I just I just think right now there's not enough liquidity in this market. It will come back just like it did from what, October or something. Um, but yeah, it's just right now there's not those those new buyers in the market. So not gonna and you had me. mentioned uh and you had mentioned looks um i don't know if you saw that thread from kobe this morning yeah i saw him say it i love kobe. 
Yeah, yep. So, Kobe, uh, for those that aren't familiar, had released a thread earlier today basically breaking down the Ponzi structure of, of looks as a, as a trading platform and how really incentivize and how much it incentivizes wash trading for uh you know looks rewards or or eth rewards and i believe this morning the founders put uh sorry took out 23 million through that tor is it tornado is that what it is the yeah that's what it's called it yep seven? tornado um, oh, tornadoes they've cashed out told me 73 about. million so far 73 million through tornado yeah so um very interesting definitely a good a good read but i am bearish on on looks rare and uh kobe explains the the ponzi structure very very well and obviously anything that's yeah. shaped like that can't last and forever, if you were so. engaged in twitter slightly with the right people you would have been bearish on it from the beginning but you would have yeah. been really bearish on it like three or four weeks ago so and that was when it was like five or something so you could have gotten out but um yeah so there comes a time where it's like it like solana like you get into solana drops you start making a lot of money making a lot of money but then you stay in it just too long and you start losing a lot of money and giving it back and you keep trying and trying so right now i'm not trying solana because it's just not worth the risk is there anything else that we want to cover today Cool Pets is interesting to me. I saw a guy talking about Cool Pets and like how they should, they, they could be half the value of a cool cat just based off of milk if there's no other real utility. Um, that was kind of interesting to me because he was basically saying the floor on Cool Pets should be like 5.5 or something. Um, I don't know. Have you guys heard anything more on the, the Cooltopia stuff, any of this stuff? Not the game itself. Um, I'm I'm not super familiar with that, but I don't know, man. It's I struggle to to think that the cool pets could be half the value of the Genesis collection that has you know been in, loved and adopted by so many that the cool pets are with very unique traits where the cool pets are. I don't. I'm I'm not sure. Five point five seems like it would be a huge stretch for those. Right. Yeah, now. I agree. Um, yeah. They they will have traits though once you start. You know once you start playing. playing the game yeah yeah right it'll be it'll be interesting to see how that that goes i don't have any i don't have any cool pets cool cats or anything but um if there was something to look at purchasing i don't cool pets could be something decent like at that price um yeah you know it's associated with a great project well a, a solid project that's been around um so that's kind of one i'm eyeing but not i don't know not being aggressive at all right now with any NFT plays, so. No doubt. And uh, yeah, as far as general floor talk, apes and mutants are holding, I'd say strong at 120 floors consecutively. And uh, then Azuki's up, Aiden. I don't know if you want to touch on that, but Azuki actually took like a, what, 30, 40% bounce off of uh, 995, where it got pretty recently. Yeah. Um... It, it went, like Gary said, it went as low as, I mean, it even touched like 8.9, I think, at the lowest point. Um, but it's been slowly building. Uh, I'm excited for Azuki longer term. Uh, that's why I've been holding since uh, since my buy-ins. Um, apparently, there's supposed to be a new airdrop coming sometime, I think, like Q2 was the rumor. 
uh, from one of the founders. The founders are actually really active in the Azuki holders chat, so you can just catch some good uh, some good info from them if you if you stay active in there. But most of it's actually shared on Twitter anyway, so you don't really have to. Uh, also, the fractionalization of that NFT, Bobu, is coming soon, um, which should be pretty interesting. That essentially will will be able to uh, give way more people access to the Azuki ecosystem uh, and the sh and the uh, the value that that would provide in the future um, at just a fractional percentage of ownership. So, yeah, it's a cool one. Uh, the floor is building. I keep seeing more people on Twitter talk about this. Um, there are still people that aren't really in Azuki, but they seem to be buying in now, now that the floor has kind of found its support level of around like 11 to 12 ETH. So, um, yeah, I'm not sure. I, I don't know if it'll pump hard anytime soon. I think it might just be one of these projects where it slowly keeps building up, kind of like a Clonex or a Doodle, where it's not like there's no massive uh, influence that causes it to pump. It's just more like people stop selling and, and people want to hold. Cool. Yeah, I had shared a. Somebody does charts was charting the price of Azuki's and it had like broken out yesterday, which was kind of funny to see them charting it. Um, it is funny to think about charting NFT yeah. projects like like Using coins. Technical yeah. Technical analysis. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. People are definitely doing it though. For sure. Cool. I'm done. I don't have anything else. Yeah. No, I think we hit the big stuff, man. Oh, what's up, um, Chase? Should be a great Hope all week. as well, man. Great to see you. Chase Perkins. What's up, man? Yeah, yeah. All right, guys.